Hello. 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 And welcome to a very extraterrestrial episode of the Weekend Superheroes Podcast. Today is Monday, March 6th. I'm Sean, and sitting with me always is Pat, Steve, and sometimes Darius, but he wasn't here last podcast. So Actually, he was here. I had to drink we just some made beer. him disappear. <laughs> oh. Today, we are talking about aliens. No, not the type of aliens Trump wants on the other side of his wall, but extraterrestrial <laughs> beings that may or may not coexist with uh, humans millions of miles away. People have always been fascinated by the life beyond the stars, right? Uh, though their curiosity stems from popular movies and TV, it doesn't stop there. It never has. Uh, conspiracy theorists and alien life enthusiasts are always looking for some evidence to support their theory of life on other planets. So the big question is today, are we alone in the universe? What do you think, Pat? Um, well, I think that you think aliens are real based on your tinfoil hat. <laughs> um, it's a fashion statement. <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't realize it was fashion week. Um, personally, I, I do think there's other intelligent life in the universe. I mean, I think it's incredibly, you know, kind of just cocky of us to think that we're the only intelligent life that exists in the entire universe. I would agree, Steve. There has to be something. (laughs) Something out there. Like, let's say you took something the size of the United States. We know of, like, plum. Like, that's that's (laughs) all we know. That's all I know. Yeah, that's all we know of the universe. Like, there's so much shit. What's plum? It's a town, Darius. It's also a fruit. It's the second largest borough. I'm just looking out for state. all the listeners out Darius, there. Darius, is there life on other planets? I think there is. I mean, we just keep discovering stuff like here and there, but there's not much money there to like put it out there and look out in all the light years that we can't go past. It's expensive, I guess. I mean, we can't uh, truly explore all the the planets in our solar system. Didn't yeah. they just, didn't they just find like other planets on. the other day? Yeah, there's like seven habitable planets. And right. they, they think there's like you know maybe life on there. I guess that's the way I think. Like we are a planet, part of a solar system, part of a galaxy. They're just now discovering different galaxies, not planets or solar system, actual galaxies. To think we're alone, I think, is silly. Yeah, it's very ignorant. Yeah, it's cocky. Yeah. To think we're alone. All right, so according to the National UFO Reporting Center, or as I like to call them, New Fork, in 2016, yeah, oh, I get nothing for No, I won't even acknowledge that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, there were 5,516 reports of UFO-related sightings in the U.S. alone. Uh, the data is organized by date, time, state, also show, shows the shape of uh, what they saw, the duration, and a little summary of uh, the actual sighting. Uh, looks like they started collecting data back in 1999, and 213 of all those recordings were actually from right here in the Berg. Okay, I have a question. Right here in the Berg. Right here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Wow. <laughs> if you saw a UFO, do you call 911, or is there a hotline you're supposed to call? Yeah, you can call anybody uh, Yeah, no, you call 1-800-Druidia. Or, or do you post it on <laughs> Facebook? Well, if you're against, you're just like, oh, my God. Yeah. You see that UFO up you, there? You see that flying uh, object? I think I had too many iron cities. That street layup there is moving. <laughs> 2017, there have been, not just in Pittsburgh, but in the U.S., uh, 579. So do you think that the UFOs in Pittsburgh have French fries on them? 
Because <laughs> we put fries on everything. everything. Salads, sandwiches, everything. <laughs> so here's some more evidence of, uh, of life on other planets. Okay, so you have ancient depictions, artifacts, and hieroglyphics from Italy, Rome, Nepal. Uh, some dating back to almost like 10,000 B.C. Uh, Horrible movie, by the way. They have like <laughs> UFO-like uh, shapes flying in the air, uh, reptilian creatures modeled into clay. Some of them look like the stereotypical aliens we see on movies and TV. Like the South Park ones. But they didn't have the aliens or the goobacks. But they didn't have South Park to model these things after. Right. Right. They just sort of came up with them. And, and how do they come up with them? Um, so there's a 15th century painting called the Madonna with St. Giovanni. It's a picture of Mary. Uh, and over Mary's left shoulder, there's a flying disc shaped object and randomly a man you and said his disc, dog. Right? <laughs> it's, Steve, it's the Virgin Mary. Yes. I said they were organized yes. by shape. <laughs> uh, and, and in the pictures is also uh, randomly a man and his dog. They're looking up at the sky at this whole thing. That, that's one yeah, example out of a hundred different paintings. So what are your thoughts on crop circles? I feel like that's... That's all like publicity stuff. Yeah. I mean, th- there have been reports that they were faked. Yeah, it's um, a slow. I've, it takes actually, the time to do something. No, but like I've that. actually seen a video. What the hell was that? Oh, uh, it was the movie Signs. No, there was no a, editing in it. There was a like a guy. He had like it was a, a long. It was like a two by four, but it was like fifteen feet long. He was carrying it out like had a rope attached to it, and he was just stepping and making the shapes in the crops. Was that a? Was it a wood carving or a painting or something like that? Because I did see that. No, it was actually him doing it like in his field, like in the field, like trampling the crops down. Yeah. So what was the point? Why did he it, do that? He, he made the, he the do, crop do circles get, with yeah. a board. He just did it for, just to get attention. He, he mapped oh, just yeah. to get attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he mapped story. it out. Yeah. Who knew? Huh. Uh, so, what are your thoughts on abductions? Did they happen, Darius? Like alien abductions? Yeah, yes, alien oh, abductions. Because okay. abductions happen all the time. There's amber alerts. It's a new thing. <laughs> Silver alert when the old people go missing. I feel like oh, yeah. it, might, it might actually happen. I don't know. I mean, it's just one of those things you can't prove. Wow, way to commit, there. Like, <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe not. It you know? might be well, real, hey, but I'm not really know. sure. The answer is maybe, yes, no. Maybe on a Tuesday, yeah. Pat. Abductions, real, yes or no? Um, I mean, I think that they do happen, but I think a lot of the ones that we, you know, hear about aren't real because if there really is a race of people in the universe that have mastered interstellar travel, I don't think they're gonna pick their specimens from trailer parks and like the dregs of society. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right, so if they do, I if... was walking down the street. This <laughs> white light picked me up right in their ship. <laughs> I was walking back from the bar trying to get to my tractor. All right. All right. So if it's all red and blue light, if they do exist, if they do exist, car. why? What's the point of them? Why abduct us? Study. Study what? Study show. Study us. Study us. <laughs> the show. But I mean, oh, well, think about it. Well, well, think about it. Like on our planet, we like to think of ourselves as the most evolved. So we study animals who yeah. we think are lower than us. Yeah, if we there, open things if up. There are interstellar beings they're probably more advanced than us because we can can't even get outside of our own solar system wouldn't they want to study us the country all right fine why not kill us then no you can get out you can't get back in let's do it kill us and move on but actually people have quote unquote survived these things and 
This is this is our culture now. We have to believe what they say or not believe what they but say. But I mean, it's long term stuff. I mean, we trap animals, tag them, release them, and so we can study them better. Yeah. Maybe it's the same kind of thing. Yeah, study their patterns, like yeah. migration patterns, and that like kind of thing. How many, you know, Maybe. Milwaukee's best does the average human drink in a day? <laughs> <laughs> That's where they go, right? And the answer is eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so check this out. I'm going to tell you guys a story. Back in 1961, there was a couple uh, named Betty and Barney Hill. They're actually... (laughs) Benny Hill. Hill? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I'm going to find two replacements uh, after this particular podcast. (laughs) So they were actually an interracial couple, which was weird uh, back in the 1960s. Why is that weird? Barney worked for the Postal Service, and Betty was a department supervisor for the state government. So these are not the trailer park folks you were just talking about. Uh, Both are members of the NAACP, and Barney sat on the board of the local U.S. Rights, uh, Civil Rights Commission, excuse me. So September 19th happens, right? Same year, 1961. Uh, September 11th happened. Wait, 9-16-61? Yeah, what year was that again? September 19th, 1961. At around 10.30 p.m., right? The Hills were driving back from Niagara Falls. They saw a bright, <laughs> they saw a bright light. Uh, it looked like a shooting star, only that shooting star was traveling directly towards them. Whipped out the binoculars, checked it out. So Barney assumed it was a plane until it started getting larger and larger and traveling towards them. It caught up to them. They stopped the car, and they realized this thing was hovering about like 100 feet, 80 to 100 feet above them. Um, Barney got out, got his trusty binoculars <laughs> and saw what he described as about 8 to 11 humanoid figures I'm quoting here peering out of the craft's windows seeming to look right at him uh, he had a recollection of observing these figures as wearing glossy black uniforms and black caps all at once all but one of the figures ran in the same direction left as the aircraft began to descend even closer to their car Barney jumps out of the car and peels jumps into the car, excuse me, and peels off, uh, asking Betty to check for the flying object behind him. Almost immediately, the hills hear a rhythmic series of beeping and buzzing sounds, which they seem to bounce off the trunk of their vehicle. The car vibrated, a uh, tingling sensation passed through the hills' bodies. The hills said that at this point, they seemed to experience the onset of altered state of consciousness that left their minds dulled. A second series of beeping and buzzing sounds returned, and they returned to full consciousness, but it was two hours later. They lost two hours. They found that they had only they nearly traveled almost thirty five miles and had absolutely no recollection. Oh, so, so, so they blacked out, pretty much. Were uh, they at Pat, the bar? Yeah. We've all done it. So when they got home, they had uh, shiny concentric circles on the trunk of their car. Uh, the toes of Barney's shoes were scuffed, and Betty's dress was torn. Uh, the hem, zipper, and lining. Sounds like they had a fun night. Yeah, they had a blast. Right. So this was, is wait. So this wasn't Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Not your Valentine's Day. <laughs> so uh, they they got the help of a psychiatrist, Doctor Benjamin Simon. They used hypnotic regression oh, okay. therapy to help them sort of get their memories back. And we actually have a recording of uh, of the memories uh, from Doctor Benjamin. And this is uh, Barney. This first one's Barney. And more recollections. I try to maintain control so Betty cannot tell I am scared. God, I'm scared. It's all right. 
could go right on and experience it. It will not hurt you now. I got to get my gun. Oh! I got my gun! That's all. All right, just keep reasonably calm. I put it in my coat. And then I get out with the binoculars. And then it's there. And I look. I look. And it shifts over. And I think, I'm not afraid. I'll, I'll shoot it down if I'm not afraid. And I walk, I walk out, and I walk across the road. There it is, up there. Calm oh, yeah, right. oh. down. Calm down, it's there. But you can see it, but it's not going to hurt you. Go on. Why doesn't it go away? Look at it. Barney Hill would later make sketches to illustrate his story. It's very big, and it's not that far. And I can see it tilted toward me. Tilted? And what does it look like now when you say tilted? Did you see wings? Looks like a big, big pancake with windows and rows of windows and rows of windows like a commercial plane. Rows of windows. They're not like a commercial plane because they curve around. Okay, so that was Barney. And uh, that was his recollection of, and he didn't have any recollection after that, but they also did Betty. Now, Betty actually had a recollection of her on the ship. So wait, was that the session of him remembering it like in real time? He didn't remember anything until they put him under hypnosis. So that was him in hypnosis. That was him in real time under hypnosis. So now they have Betty and she uh, did have recollection of the road portion of it, but she had more vivid dreams and memories of it of her actually on the ship. Uh, and also, are, are the rebels from the Flintstones named after this couple? <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. I'm just hoping he wasn't in an IHOP because all he thought about was pancakes. It was just... think about. Did he, did he, I'm telling that, you, he was just get... drunk because I love pancakes when I'm drunk, too. But in, like in his case, pancake. though, the I stands for intergalactic, not international. <laughs> 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 all right, so uh, next up, this is uh, Betty Hill uh, rec- recalling her <laughs> Recalling her uh, situation on the on the actual ship. The landed spacecraft. So then they roll me over on my back. And the examiner has a long needle in his head. And I see the needle. And it, it's, it's bigger than any needle I've ever seen. And I asked him what he's going to do with it. And he said, just a simple death to fault And I asked him what. And he said, he just wants to put it in my navel. It's just a simple death. 
Betty's recollection. Um, once again, these are not the trailer park folks you uh, keep talking about. That was actually the first reported alien abduction uh, that has ever been reported in the United States. And now the Maze Runner guys, the, the Maze Runner movies, yeah, they're picking it up and they're putting it into full motion picture. They're making a new movie come uh, next year. Um, um, really? Hopefully this movie is better than their adaptation of the books. I might see it. I might say it too. I thought it was pretty cool, it. right? Can so, we podcast from yeah. it? <laughs> we Live from the theater. Yeah. Well, I think we've heard enough from us. <laughs> I think it's time we hear from someone that was actually abducted. On Skype with us now is one fascinating young woman. She's an artist, a healer, a medium, and a connector of people to the other realms. She's out to awaken us in the realization that we are much more than just our earthly human bodies. She's responsible for bearing at least 10 alien hybrid babies through Dream State on an alien aircraft as part of alien hybridization program. I realize that was just a mouthful of confusion, but now it's time to get some answers. Please welcome Bridget Nielsen. Bridget, how are you tonight? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on, guys. (laughs) Let's just get right into it. First, can you tell us more about the alien hybridization program great question um well do you have you guys heard of the idea of alien abduction have you ever like you know sure. that's oh, yeah. pretty I, common i right? used to be terrified yeah. that it was going to happen to me when i was younger like <laughs> i was legit scared at 90 percent of the time but, that was but happen. not anymore Nah. i mean now you want it over it nope. no no i mean if it happened i'd be terrified fair but, enough you know, whatever. Well, uh, yeah, that would be pretty common for actually a majority of people. So um, a lot of people, thousands and thousands of people have been abducted. And there's like researched cases of this all, all across the world. So it's not just like an airy-fairy, like weird thing. Um, probably even some of your listeners, once they're like hearing this, they'll be like, uh, I was, yeah, scared of uh, possibly being abducted when I was little. Maybe there's some truth to it. Um, so so through that program, um, there was eggs and sperm taken, and this is like a common thing if you just do kind of like any research. Um, there's been just thousands of cases of where this, where they go up and eggs and sperms are taken, and they make um, beans with that genetic material. So just pretty much as simple as that. <laughs> okay, so they're farming us, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's long. Okay. Just long story. No. So nothing to be afraid of. Just farming. <laughs> so totally I, normal. I've been doing some research, especially uh, on some of your interviews and and some of the research you've done, and the, um, the beings. We'll call them. They come down here, uh, are known as the Greys or the yeah. uh, Zeta Reticuli. Yes. Okay. Now, the Zeta Reticuli, I looked it up, and uh, the Reticulum is actually a constellation. The Zeta Reticuli is yes. two, it's a binary star system that rotates around a, a certain mass. And actually, one of the uh, abductions we just read about is known as the Zeta Reticulum abduction. 
Um, the ZRA. <laughs> the ZRA. <laughs> More commonly known as the ZRA. So um, tell us about the Grays. We, this is what we want to know about, right? Uh, do you want to know about Grays Anatomy? Oh, gosh. Uh, Bridget, don't know encourage about 50, him. 50 Shades of Grey? <laughs> There's a I lot of different greys. I want to know about the 50 Shades of Greys right now, please. 50 Shades of Greys. Oh, my gosh. That's a good one. Um, well, so, yes, the greys are from that uh, binary star system. And... Um, we got to like get out of the, the head space and the program space, um, kind of into, yeah, the energetic space when we talk about this, but, uh, um, there are, there is life on other planets. That's just like a fact. It's NASA's slowly, but surely like leaking this information in a way that the everyday people can digest it and not freak out. Um, because we've been trained to freak out, uh, through like, you know, media and independence day and such. So, we have to start with the idea that extraterrestrials do exist and there are life on other planets and we're not just the center of the universe. And from that space, um, there's much time, you know, there's, there's much more to life than just, um, even the past, you know, few thousand years of modern history, modern civilization. And with that being said, there's been a lot that's happened a lot in our future and time and space isn't just linear. Thus, uh, the Zeta Reticuli specifically, they are from our future, and they're a future version of humanity, actually, um, that we evolve into if we go down kind of a crappy, destroy-the-world uh, genetic modification path. So wait, right where a, we're heading right now. Yeah, yeah. But wait, so they're, Whoa. So they're, they're the, right on that path. So, so, <laughs> they're the, so, they're, so they're the bad outcome. Do we know what the good outcome leads to? Well, that's the thing, is the good outcome, that's a lot of why the abductions have happened, is because not only are just the the novel, entertaining eggs and sperm taken, which makes this conversation interesting, but there's a lot of teaching and a lot of education happening going, these beings are like, yo, don't do this. This didn't work for us. <laughs> don't <it."> vote for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was like, uh, no, I'm voting for him. <laughs> Bridget, uh, let's make it personal. When did this all start for you? Um, it started very early when I was a kid because it usually happens in family lineages. So they take certain family lines. So they took like my grandma, my dad, and then they took me. So when my dad was going up to the ship, um, they were taking me when I was young. And so he has had these memories as well. And then I have, and this is a common thing as, as the listeners are listening right now, if it's like, Oh, your mom and your grandma were like, Oh, I used to see a UFO and I had missing time. There's probably a correlation to this idea. So it started when I was a kid. And you have vivid memories uh, of, of all of this. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where because of, it will make you crazy, which is what a lot of people that we know in this kind of like psycho ET world, you know, what happens is if people remember everything, then it completely just destroys your concept of reality and how can you like hold a job and live in everyday life when you were on a spaceship last night. So um, they do screen memories and and ways of uh kind of numbing out and amnesia um, so that people don't remember all of their experiences. Um, but many do leak through. And so I remembered 
um, a lot of them, and I'm still uncovering them. I don't remember all, all of them, but they're definitely unfolding. And sometimes people might just have like one memory of like, you know, them waking up and their pajamas are on backwards or strange things like that. Happens to me daily. Like... Happens to me daily. <laughs> no, I'm actually getting really used to that. So what was the what was the best memory that you had either through Dream State or 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 otherwise? Um well one at least when I was a kid I was I dreamt of myself levitating on spaceships. So we you they'd play like these games I was levitating. Um so they that's <laughs> That sounds like a lot of fun, actually. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> got to be more I'm fun in. than play some Monopoly up there. Right? I mean, everyone's, like, into baseball. I mean, you can, like, levitate and, like, teleport. So it gets a little bit more uh, more fun in that way. <laughs> All right. Um, so you've actually described actual sexual encounters with reptilian beings. Am I, am I yep. correct? Wait, so the reptilian, yeah. the greys are reptilian? No, no, no. So from what I know, and correct me if I'm wrong, Bridget, the greys are the ones that come down and take us to the ship. While the reptilians are the ones that sort of do the reproduction on the ship. <laughs> You're laughing. Am um, I wrong? I mean, kind of. I, that sounds funny. Um, but yeah. <laughs> what, what, what about that could possibly sound funny? <laughs> you have to understand that, that even for me, having had a lot of these experiences, it still is weird. It still seems funny. Sure, and like, sure. yeah. and it's just, it's so out there. Um, but yeah, the reptilians, there can be a lot of different purposes for them. And there's tons of different kinds of reptilians. Um, but per- particularly like some of them are actually like doctors and helping on more of like the, um, genetic stuff. Um, but then some are used in the actual procreation process. Ah, the studs. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> like I said, I don't think they're, uh, they're really advertising themselves while sending the grays down here when the sexy reptilians are up there, you know, doing the. Doing their thing. Doing the thing with the magic. Right. It, it would have been a lot better, yeah, to just been like, here's the reptilian Thor, you know, like. <laughs> right. Hell, I'd go with that guy. Is, is it weird that I just thought I just thought about levitation sex and got a little aroused? <laughs> Four feet above the covers. So, Bridget, um, uh, let me just ask you kind of a serious question here. Um, you remember, and you're actually delighted about it, but to me, the entire process sounds very non-consensual. It it sounds like rape. If a human did it, it's rape. If an alien does it, it's a program. How do, how does that work? That's a great great question. And um, it technically, I mean, it depends what perspective you're coming from. Technically, it it would be rape. Um, but from a higher perspective of kind of coming in with a predestined soul contract, which um, we we come in with particular themes in this life and um and one of them can be to remember more of our like cosmic self because this is like the lifetime of disclosure like in the next five ten years we're going to know the extraterrestrials exist we're going to see more ships we're going to have mass open landings so in this life it's really important for people on a subconscious level becoming conscious to have had and remember experiences and um and so there's it, we made deals on subtler levels to do this, and um, so it is consensual from a higher perspective. So, what what do you believe is like the purpose behind the creating of alien human babies? Good question. Um, for one, think about it: the Greys, if they're like a manifestation of us destroying ourselves and going down a bad bad route. 
they're coming back, like tunneling back through time to this right now where we're having this pivotal fork in the road. And, um, and through the creation of these extraterrestrial babies, um, these babies are representations of like a higher version of what we can be. So they're like a mix of human and extraterrestrial and their vibration, their frequency, like what they're bringing kind of like to earth and to our consciousness is something that can put us on a better timeline. So that's one of the purposes. There were also other um, civilizations created through this. So it wasn't just like some of these babies that are, going to end up coming back to earth but full-on civilizations have been created and are on different planets from this program and they're assisting us right now they're helping us um so it ends up being a freaky thing that leads to like a, a positive thing wow so so these kids are kind of like a an intermediate step kind of thing exactly so if if for instance we were to meet an extraterrestrial that's why a lot of people don't remember um it would be too high. Like they're coming from a different level of consciousness. So these kids are like a watered down version that we can handle. Um, so wow. then it's not as shocking. So, okay. So that's, that's crazy. So what do these hybrid kids look like? Like how, how could you tell one of them apart from a human or an alien? Good question. Um, they, for a lot of the, a lot of the, Part, they look quite human um, they some of them look very alien so there's a full spectrum um, but for the most part they just have bigger eyes bigger heads like they're just they don't look quite human so they're Italian hey Maronda me Pittsburgh jokes Yinzer jokes yeah right how many do you have um, I've, I'm consciously aware of at least 10, but I, there might be more. And, um, wow. and this is like hyper common and it's very common too amongst like my generation. And it's not weird. It's becoming like a very common conversation amongst young people because we're able to remember more. And, um, so it's, it's, it's a big thing that's happening to a lot of people, and so, they're just starting to remember. Yeah, so so maybe this is out of line, but you say young people. Um, I won't ask directly how old you are, but, you know, generation or an age range? Yeah, so the generation of, like, um, let's just say, like, 15 to 30, 35, like, that range um, came in with a bit more ability to handle this kind of stuff. And so they're, they're remembering more and being able to, like, handle it a bit more. Whereas, like, if you go to, like, my grandma, you know, who's, like, super religious, she would, like, freak out. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Even if they couldn't remember, they probably wouldn't talk about it kind of thing. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, so it's just, it's becoming, and, and this generation is coming in, and even the, the, the baby babies right now, human babies, they're being, their, their souls, their energy is, like, prepped for this because they have to be. Um, because contact is eminent, like it's going to happen. And so we have to be um, not just naive and pushing it away and 
putting it in the closet and pretending like it's not happening when it really is. All right, let's talk about your kids for a second. Yeah, Sean, so get out of the closet. All right. <laughs> let's talk about your kids. So Get it out of the closet. <laughs> don't encourage him, Bridget. I just asked you, please. I'm, I'm very funny. <laughs> don't worry. You won't remember this tomorrow. <laughs> so, Bridget, um, whenever you have sessions, you uh, express what's coming to you through art. You yeah. draw the children, and they come to you, and you sort of express what what is coming through you to whomever you are having the session with. And you've actually drawn pictures of your own children. Uh-huh. And they all have names. Uh-huh. So, one, what are their names? And two, who names them? <laughs> um, well, these are such good questions, guys. Um, they're, we try. They're named... I mean, in a way, they name themselves, and in a way, like human babies name themselves. Like you, you see like babies, and you're like, yeah, that for sure, that name fits that person. So, um, in a way, they they name themselves. They come in with a certain like energy and type, their personality. Um, so they kind of give me that name, um, and then I see them in dream time, like physically. I see their faces appear, and my dad's actually physically met these kids. Um, like the alien hybrids. Hey, phys um, like physically met them here or on the ship? Yeah, what do you mean by physically met them? Here, physically, on Earth. On Earth? On Earth. Like took them to Disney kind of met them? <laughs> on Earth. <clears throat> All right, gotcha. Yeah. Um, okay, so is hybridization only for women? I thought it was, but then you said they took eggs and sperm. So is it also for men as well? I mean, as far it. In my in my day, if somebody came and told you you had a baby that you didn't know it was yours, you hit the door running as fast as you could. Yeah, change your name. <laughs> so is it for men? And how do men react whenever they find out that they are actually uh, hybrid parents? Isn't it great? That's so funny. I'm like, I'm remembering um, this guy I went to college with, and uh, he's from around your guys' area, just saying. And um, he's like a total normal, like, East Coaster, like, awesome guy. And uh, he had, he wrote me a year ago, and he said that he had a dream of, that he had this baby, and he knew that it was his, and I was in the dream with him, and he, like, couldn't handle it. And it was like too intense for him, and so he, in the dream, gave me the baby. So, um, wow, so typical guy. A, yeah, we got it. <laughs> so, in a lot of cases, um, the the guys uh, and mothers can't even handle it, and they just like there's a common thing of like people dropping the babies on the ship. Like they just like drop them. They're like, this is well, not mine. Well, thank I don't God want. they can levitate. <laughs> they're, they're assuming zero gravity, but it's not the case all the time. So um, a lot of the time it's like really off-putting, even in a um, in like a they're not even conscious of it when they come back, you know, into this into this reality. Um, but in a lot of cases too, they're really like deeply emotionally affected, and they know and they feel that these are their kids. And I'm sure a lot sweet, like some of your viewers will be like, oh my gosh, I've had a dream with like this kid that's very different, and I feel this emotional connection. So it just is, it's case by case. Some people hate it. Some people love it. That's a, that's a great answer. But, okay, so you talk about that they abduct family lineage. So they'll start yeah. with one family and the different incarnations, things like that. I got to know, who makes the cut? 
Bridget, like, why can't we be, are, are there, is it only attractive people? Or are there like fat kids with bad teeth, and big eyes, <laughs> floating around, roaming around up there? Oh, just say it. Is there me? Is there yeah, Pat? Is there one of me? Could this man am have I, hybrid children? Am I eligible? <laughs> They love Italians. They love. <laughs> oh, thank God! I've, so you're saying there's a chance? Um, it's a good. So I mean, there's a lot of different components at play. Like some of the time, I mean, there's certain cultures. I mean, speaking seriously, like from all around the world, that have particular genetics, you know, and they're like, yes, I want that. <laughs> that has a lot of possibilities to access different, like you know telepathic abilities, different frequencies, different emotional states. So they're looking um, at different cultures. They're looking, it doesn't have to be all physical either because they're taking physical genetics and sometimes they're taking energetic like imprints. So it's more like an essence. So I, now that you've kind of come across like all these realizations and you're opening yourself up to this, um, how has that affected your relationships here in this dimension? Like, I, I can't imagine that you're on Match.com being like, yeah, I have 10 hybrid children. You, you want to talk? <laughs> That's a swipe left on Tinder if I've ever heard that. Yeah, people have interesting fetishes. You'd be surprised. No, I'm <laughs> oh, wow. Touche. I have to go there and read with you guys. Re you know? Remind yeah, me to clear my internet history when we're, this is all over, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> Um, anyways, uh, yeah, it's honestly, there's subsects like in, in, in normal cities, Pittsburgh, Los Angeles or something. Yeah. This would, this could be like a pretty weird thing, but it's becoming so commonplace, honestly, that it's not that weird. And it's just a matter that people aren't talking about it because it still has that, you know, cliche weirdness, especially in particular cultures where it's like, you have to be like this, you know, strong man or like there, there's these certain, you know, things you have to adhere to to like fit in. But once you're past that, like in some of these other circles in certain places, it's normal. Like it's well, I live in Sedona, Arizona. It's normal. I go through like California. I'm talking about it and I can talk pretty openly and it's normal. People have these experiences a lot. And so as far as my personal relationship, the past few relationships I've had. The guys are like, yeah, I've remember also like extraterrestrial experiences when I was young, and um, and so it's like a common conversation now with the with the people that I'm around. And my current boyfriend, he's like, he remembers some of his experiences, and it's it's a new normal. I don't know if you guys have anything else. I just have uh, one last question. So, <clears throat> you know, you mentioned that that. Um, some of our listeners after this, and they might listen to this and jump to you and say, hey, you know what, I I do remember dreams of, of children, and I didn't know what they meant, but now I do. How about the four of us right now? If we are looking for something that, that will spark a memory, or if yeah. we're looking for a memory that will give us evidence that we have been on the same ship, or at least... Uh, a comparable ship uh, that you've been on, what are we looking for? What What, what are we supposed to ensure we don't miss um well one is like it, it would be the if you're listening to this you might have some some part in this so 
just like, you know, synchronicity type of thing. Um, so if you're listening to this, you might have a connection. Um, if you, something like you were saying, I can't remember your name, um, but the one saying that he, you were scared of, oh, you were yeah. scared of being Steve. abducted yeah. when you were younger. Yeah. Steve. That's like, that's like classic. There's probably something there. Oh um, shit. Steve. <laughs> you're a How father. About that shit. <laughs> All right. Does that mean I get, like I got gifts and shit on Father's Day Wait, now? Right. Maybe and maybe Steve's my dad. <laughs> you, you also owe about thirty years worth of birthday cards, so get ready for that. <laughs> Bridget, I cannot thank you enough for coming on and hanging out with us. I could talk to you all day, but we uh we only have a limited time. Do you have five more minutes to play a game we play at the end called Factor Fucked? Sure. <laughs> she's so she's super oh, excited. The enthusiasm is overwhelming. Like, ah, Don't worry, I'm, so I'm terrible at this I? game. Factor fuck. There is. The English word alien comes from the Latin word alieness, which means belonging to another place or person. I'm going to go with fact. Bridget? No. That is a fact. That is a oh, fact, everybody. That is a fact. Wait, Darius got one right? <laughs> I might Something's, have took Latin. Something really is not right here. All right. Now you're going to play Pat. In Steven Spielberg's E.T., Ouch. all the scenes required that, that required E.T. puppetry filmed in the kitchen were done by a 10-year-old boy born without legs but was an expert in walking on his hands. Fucked. Bridget? <laughs> I'm going, it's the same reaction I would have on this one. Yeah. Fact. That is a fact. Bridget's right. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Oh. I just watched the ET a few nights ago for the first time. For the first, first time? time? Well, hold on, hold on. But time's not linear. So maybe she watched it for the first time like 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are playing the game now. All right, Steve. Hey. <laughs> the slime and drool oozing from the alien life forms in the 1979 film Alien was actually KY Jelly Lubricant. Fucked. Bridget? I don't think it's true. That's fact. Well, if it, if it's, but that if it's is K, a fact. But if it's KY, it was probably fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Bridget still won't say the word. That's how nice she is. She's like, I didn't know. I didn't know that it's been around that long. That's why I said no. That movie's really as like, old as me. Yeah, seventy-nine. Wow. <clears throat> All right, three more, and then we'll let you go. There he is. All right, let's do this. In the science fiction supernatural television series The X Files, Agent Mulder, played by David Duchovny, believed the disappearance of his sister was a direct result of an alien abduction. This theory mimics Duchovny's real life, and that his sister disappeared when he was only thirteen and still has never been found. The truth is out there. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with uh, fucked. Fucked. Bridget? I'm going to go with fact. That is a fucked. Oh. oh. Darius this is weird. Darius Hold on. Is Darius two, two for I two? I take one podcast off and I'm on a streak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pat. Something's weird. Pat. Area 51 got its name from, from the facility's original name. <laughs> <laughs> Arena 5-1. It was originally a sports complex consisting of five indoor football fields and one full-scale basketball court. Uh, that's fucked. Bridget? Fucked. 
There's no oh, way. Oh, she that's... said it. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way. And she's correct. There's no way that was. Funny. Of course you're correct. That is. Funny. You know my fiance is from New Mexico, right? <laughs> Last one. It's not. It's not right, right? That wasn't right. It no, was not right. No, no, no the government has enough money. They don't need to like take over like an old car facility. Yeah, it's actually an, it's actually an old Air Force base in Las Vegas. All right, it's just a game, in Nevada. everybody. It's just a game. <laughs> well, we have to. Check your facts. Steve. Yeah. Last one. Steve. Uh-huh. Since M. Night Shyamalan doesn't particularly like CGI, in his 2002 movie Signs, the crop circles were real. Fact. Fact. Bridget. That'd be kind of hard to film. I would say fact. That's a fact, everybody. That really? is a fact. Those oh, things were real. Yeah. Look at that. That's from imdb.com. Saved Bridget, it. we can't thank you enough for coming and hanging out with us. This was so much fun. Bridget, thank you so much. That was great. Thank so, you. If, yeah, you want, was awesome. if you want to find out more about Bridget and her adventures, you can find her on Twitter and Facebook. Subscribe to her YouTube channel. Check out her website, uh, BridgetNielsen.com. Uh, we can schedule, actually schedule a session with her to find out if you two are part, were a part of this hybridization program. I uh, have more questions about the kids. You can visit the Hybrid Children community at hybridchildrencommunity.com for pictures and more information about the community. Bridges, did I miss anything? Where else can we find you? Oh, that's great. I think that that's good. And thanks for being so nice. <laughs> You're awesome. <laughs> you are ready. Try to be nice. If you want to find out more about the Weekend Superheroes, you can find us at weekendsuperheroes.com, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Speaker, all of the media outlets. Stairs, would you like to say goodbye? I didn't say it last one. I wanted to say goodbye to the ladies. Ah, uh, Pat. Uh, goodbye, children, hybrid and otherwise. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> I'm, I got nothing. You always have to I follow that. Yeah, I got Bridget, nothing. say goodbye to everyone who loves you out there. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and always remember to podcast responsibly.